You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All righty, there you go. That's uh, the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet ready to help you with your pets and talk about animal stuff. Well, I've been waiting for this all week long. That guy sitting across from me? Well, I'm Matt Fox, not Brian Donovan. He's usually the guy sitting across from you. Yeah. But Brian is always here in spirit. Yes. My name is Jamie Flanagan, just making sure everybody has a good time. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. So, Matt, during the day... Yes. Um, you're a, a mild mannered. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's your daytime life? Uh, financial wellness coordinator. I help folks bring wellness into the workplace via financial wellness. That's my nine to five. That's it. Me, yeah. um, I'm a mild mannered English teacher. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not. I very, won't say it. <laughs> I'm not very mild. I'm not very mannered, and not so great at English. But <laughs> nonetheless. Public school system gave me a job, and yeah, well, there you go. Uh, but so yeah, so no, but I do the yearbook newspaper broadcast, and and, and you're very uh, good at it. Uh, honestly. But I, I love literature, right? And it's it's I love, I, I you know just I love words, and I love talking about words and arguing about words and putting and the words together, saying words, yes, relatively correctly at times. <laughs> Hey, when you can pull the word palatial out of your ass <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. That's it. I'll throw some charm charmers in there. And then Colleen goes, oh, yeah, spell it. Yeah. I'm like, I got a great vocabulary. It's just uh, I can't spell my way out of a paper bag. But um, just talking about things that we love. And I yes. love words, right? Yes. But what else do we love? We, we love puppies. We love animals, we love man. Animals. We love our pets. We love all pets. And, and, you know, through the ages, I mean, you know, just, I mean, now it's like, how do people celebrate their animals today? You know, I see people throw birthday parties for their, uh, for their animals. Yeah. You know, they'll put a, try to put a funny hat on them or try <laughs> to dress them up in some way, shape or and, form. And then, then they take the pictures of them and. Yeah. They, but, but then the, those, the, your animals stick around with you for a lifetime. So now there are folks that are keeping their animals around via, whether it be a, a machine operated helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, ashes, you know, in an urn right, right. or what have you. So yeah. But yeah, people sell and but yeah, always like just uh, like, Snapchat and Instagram right. and Twitter yes. and Facebook are just flooded with odes to to your pets. Yeah, I'm guilty. Yeah, <laughs> very guilty. I mean, Percy's got his own Instagram channel. Uh, Honeypot's got her own <laughs> I mean, too. That's how people today are, are are celebrating are celebrating their pets. And so, but through the through through the ages. Yes. Through antiquity, uh, people have always been celebrating uh, man's best friend. Yes, and today we're we're gonna we're talking about that because uh, Duncan Wu, we're gonna have him on in, in just a second here. Awesome. Duncan wrote a wrote a book uh, and, and collected uh, a lot of these tributes um, to the animals. We got uh, Sam Nork is here. Uh, an, another part of the posse, Sam. Um, Sorry, hi. I'm here. How now. do you celebrate? How does how do you celebrate your pet, Sam? Do I celebrate them? Yeah. We snuggle. We eat food together. I share my food with them. Probably shouldn't do that. But <laughs> nothing, nothing like deadly. But right. <laughs> um. Yeah. We snuggle. We watch TV. We sleep. And you take pictures of them. You put them up on yes. Instagram. Do yep. do do your pets exactly. have their own Instagrams? No, I should probably do that though. They yeah. are. Uh, they're entertaining. Being well, they the just fo- kind of sleep a lot. Being the <laughs> the photographer that that you are, right? Um, yeah. 
But uh, so Duncan Duncan Wu, he's a, a professor of literary studies at, at Georgetown University, and uh, he, he's written about romantic writers. Uh, and and but he put together this collection, uh, and we want it called Dog Eared, and we got the the book right here. Awesome. More more importantly than having the book right here, we got Duncan. Right here, hey, he's got hey. the book too. How about hey. that, Duncan? Welcome to welcome to Animal Talk. We didn't keep you up, did we? Snap past your oh, yeah, You really cut me up really badly. I'm going to go to sleep straight after this. Uh, where, with, where, with the help of a little whiskey. Ah, fair yeah. play. So, uh, yeah, we do another show called the Man Cave Happy Hour, and uh, it's usually a happy hour in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you miss sleep. Oh. oh, oh, look at that. Oh, that is awesome. That is my dog, Topsy. Topsy, oh, the, the, the smooth fox terrier, who, oh. who is a rescue dog and who came to me um, through the North American Fox Terrier Rescue. And uh, they are taking, I'm, I'm giving them the royalties from this book, uh, as well as the ASPCA. They'll both be getting the royalties. Well, I want to get to the book, but first we want to get to you, Duncan. Duncan, t- tell me about your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you want? What? <laughs> Best answer ever. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we? Are you going to cut this bit out? So, but what is your? Uh, what is? What was the first pet you ever had? What was your first pet? My first pet was a dog, um, an Alsatian, when I was six or seven. Mm. All right, uh, that's a good age for um, that's a good age for a first dog. Yes. So what uh, brought what brought you to, what brought you the, to the collection uh, of uh, humanity's best yeah. friend? We got we got uh, we're, we're it's not just man's best friend, right? It is humanity's best friend, uh, dog eared. What brought you to uh, to this collection? Because this spans uh, the writers in here. I mean, we it's, it's one of the things that I that I noticed right away, Duncan, about this book was the chronological order of the poets, and from the very beginning to the very end, it just chronologically the years as as they live. Uh, it just uh, I just one of the first things that caught my eye. Then I got to page two hundred seven and about a pug. It's just, it's such a fun little poem about a pug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great poem. It's Stevie Smith's poem, Oh Pug. Yes. Um, is, is one of, it's, it's one of the most, uh, I guess, distinctive poems in the book because it immediately declares its eccentricity, mm-hmm. just even, you know, in the title, mm-hmm. Oh Pug. Um, but you're right. It's, it's the kind, it is a moving poem. And I suppose, to answer your question, um, what brought me to these poems is that they're all really moving. I mean, I think what happens is that poets fall in love with their dogs and then they want to write something that is going to somehow contain that emotion that they have for the dog. And that's what happens. They, they write these poems that are full of this emotion, whether it's um, frustration, annoyance, or just outright devotion. That's what it is. And, um, you know, if I were going to write a poem about Topsy, for instance, I would um, I would certainly be writing a sort of love poem, I suppose. Right. I and that's I I, I, I love my cat. I do. I mean, there's 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 only so many things in this world that uh, <laughs> uh, unconditional love, and it, it's usually a dog. Mm-hmm. I, I get about seventy five percent from my cat. 
Yeah, I'm about there as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoe, our dog Zoe, she oh. was she was 110. Yeah. percent So between the two of them, it was it, it was great. <laughs> so, but from our pets, it's it's that uncon it's an unconditional love, and and there's a lot of like little love stories in, in here too. And what I really don't get, help me help everyone understand. You have a couple of different sections about good dogs and bad dogs, right? <laughs> 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 Why separate them out instead of just go through them all? Well, I mean, I talk about, I mean, that's the, the introduction where I talk about good dog and bad dog simply because um, there are quite a few poems about bad dogs or dogs that um, are judged mm. in a negative way, Kudo. just to be a bit more <laughs> subtle about it, because sometimes it's not as simple as saying that's a bad dog. Sometimes mm. it's more uh, it, it's more about making um, a slightly more nuanced moral judgment about the dog. Uh, I guess that's I mean, to be honest, that's life, isn't it? That's how yeah. we go through life. We we go through life making moral judgments hmm. about the people we meet, and sometimes some people are more bad than others, and it's the same with dogs. Sometimes dogs are more bad than others. So <laughs> it's right to acknowledge that in, in the introduction because that is an element of of how the how the book works. Mm -hmm. I mean, so if you look at Charles Baudelaire, for instance, the French symbolist poet, there's a wonderful thing in this in this book about the the good dogs. And Baudelaire hated dogs. I mean, he absolutely hated them. He just sort of kicked them around. But when he went to Belgium, a, a country he really hated, <laughs> he saw lots of dogs that were being maltreated, yeah. that were sort of being hit to carts and being made to pull them and not being paid. And even there was this, at the circus, there was a man who ate dogs. Um, and he, he fell in love with dogs. That, that really turned him around. He really started to love dogs. And so he wrote this, 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 the one thing in his life that is pro dog uh, called the good dogs. And it's a, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And it's in this book. Uh, you know, not not bad dogs, misunderstood. Misunderstood dogs. Yeah. Like much much of my life. I'm very mis very misunderstood. So Do you think maybe Mr. Trump would say the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh Duncan. All right, so Duncan, um out of out of all the poems in the book, which is your favorite that didn't make it into the book? Oh, really it, um, you had you had a. I'm sure you you had a lot of poems. You had to narrow it down to these. So, what didn't make the cut? What was your favorite that didn't make the cut? Uh, there are two poems by John Updike about his dead dogs, hmm. and they're the ones who I guess I most wish I'd been able to include. Uh, I, I had you know there were so many rights problems. Um, of these, once you get into the 20th century, you're just yeah. you basically have to have to find the right solver and um, start negotiating. And sometimes negotiations don't go very well. You can't beg for forgiveness anymore. So yeah. when it comes to the copyright, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's right. But I think I think Updike was. I don't know. I I mean, some people think he was a terrible poet, but I actually think he was a pretty good poet. Hmm. And he he wrote he he wrote two really really good um, dog poems, which I'd love to have included. Fair, yeah, very fair, awesome. So, will there be? Because uh, we stop, we uh, cut off somewhere uh, in the eighties, I think. Um, 
So is there, will there be a, a continuation or the 60s? Yeah, 68. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there okay. was an eight in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> well, the most, the most recent um, poet is A.E. Stallings. Yeah. Who was born in 1968. Okay, fair play. Who, yep. uh, her poem about, about uh, the dog is not that old. It's only about seven or eight years old. Oh, okay. Um, so it does, in terms of the recent of of the poem it's it comes up to a fairly recent point yeah all right so any plans for uh for a companion to this because uh, i'm I, I just i i just yeah. I like this little cats, culture. You mean a cat book yeah i'd really like to do a cat book the, the publisher hasn't yet asked me to do that but i'd really love to do a cat poem book I'd, I'd love to do that. There are loads of great, great, great poems out there about cats. Like, for instance, John Keats, the great British romantic poet, he wrote this fantastic sonnet about his landlady's cat. And uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful poem. And I'd love to, if I, I, I should memorize it, obviously, for this interview, but if I could, I would <laughs> recite it for you, but I can't. But uh, it's a great poem, and uh, there are loads of poems like that in in American and British literature. Fair, and uh, yeah. it would make a wonderful book. I've written a few poems about my cat. Yeah, I can't repeat them here though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, come on, <laughs> I'd love to. I'll send them to you offline. How about that? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm making I'm making notes as to these other things. I gotta I gotta look up. Uh, you can't. You can't send them because there are four-letter words in them. <laughs> <laughs> I think one. I think one of the poems I'm going. It's entitled "Butthole," uh, but yes, that's, that's just me. <laughs> Walking away. Why are you still oh staring God. at me? Yeah. Something, yeah. Something about that. All right. Um, this is quite an anarchic interview. Are, are, are all your interviews so anarchic? Yeah, we're uh, yeah. kind of yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we that's have great. fun. We do have fun. <laughs> that's great. No, we just uh, yeah, just so the, out of the ones in the book, right? Uh, is there something that uh, it, it stands out for you that uh, you're glad you were able to include? Um, yes, I mean, I could. I mean, the list of of poems that come under that heading is quite long. But um, if I had to pick just one. I would say um, the one of the poems I'm most pleased to have here is Kipling's Four Feet. That's a kind of amazing poem that is short, really, really short, and yet very, very emotional. Um, and you know, British British men are often well, they do their best not to be emotional, but you know, in a way, what happens to to Kipling is that he kind of cracks. When his dog died, and he he really lamented it with this beautiful poem. Would you like to? Re- I I was just going to say that. Um, I uh, Sam needs to brace herself because Sam gets really emotional. But uh, <laughs> if we could impose on you to to read that one, that would be yeah. uh, fantastic. Please. No, when I get emotional. <laughs> too, I'll probably. Start. Crying, um, Four Feet by Rudyard Kipling. I have done mostly what most men do and pushed it out of my mind. I can't forget if I wanted to, Four Feet 
trotting behind. Day after day, the whole day through, wherever my road inclined, Forefeet said, I am coming with you, and trotted along behind. Now I must go by a room I shall never find, somewhere that not be the sound of four feet. Trotting behind. Um, that's the that would be the English way. You sort of subdue the emotion, yeah. but it's about it's an energy, really. It's an energy for his dog. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's just uh, oh. it's a very rich story all the way around. You know, you're reading poetry. You mm-hmm. know, there there is a cadence to how yeah. to read poetry the right way. And thank you, Duncan, for doing it the yeah. right way and pausing when you're supposed to yeah, yeah. when reading poetry. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Duncan, well, we uh, we appreciate you, you coming really in, kind. yeah, sharing it. Where can people get it? Uh, just all the major booksellers, right? Yes, all the major booksellers, and and remember, the proceeds go to the ASPCA and the Fox Terrier Network of North America, which rescues fox terriers like Popsy. Mm-hmm. Is that your little guy on the? So it's all all the money is going to a good cause. Is that your little guy on the cover? Yeah, that was my little guy. Oh, uh, no, I no, it's not my little guy. But that is a smooth fox terrier. Yes, it is. That must be said. That is a smooth fox. Terrier. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So we don't we don't know who that who, we don't know who that is. I think they just invented it. Okay. It's a dog. I thought thought it might be your puppy. I don't know. I'd put my puppy on there. That's that's awesome. All right, Duncan, again, thanks so much for uh, hanging out with us and and reading this, uh, sharing the book. We really appreciate this. Uh, I'm sharing this with my kids at school. Um, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you for for being so generous in your treatment of it. Thank you very much. And Plug- me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pleasure to meet you, Duncan. Pleasure. <laughs> Get some sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. <laughs> Whiskey first, yeah, then yeah. sleep. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Be well. Yeah. He's fun. He's, He's in fun. Bed. I love it. He's in bed. That yes. was fantastic. It's like my kids. That's cool. It's like because we're virtual and like all my kids are in school. Sam is Sam's always in her bed. Yeah. Sam's in bed. That's what people yeah, but broadcast I, I from home. It, so you don't know where I am. Oh. Uh, I love it. She's so crafty. She I did not is. know you were. I did not know you were in You didn't see? See? So I've That's been that. in my bed every single time I've done this and been on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Wish I was near her bed right now. Well, that's uh, okay. Yeah. What, so like what, I say, today has been a long week. Yes, it has. Been. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, this this month has been a long year. Yes, right there with you, my friend. Today hey, has been a long year. Any any news, Samantha? Anything uh, new and groovy in your world? Uh, I'm getting a car, but uh, I'm getting my boss. This so my boss had, and I think I told you guys, mm-hmm. my yep, boss yep. had this uh, old car. Well, it's not old, but. He just um, he only uses it when he's uh, when he lives down here. He mostly lives up north. He only comes down for like two three days a week. 
just oh. to be in the office and then he leaves to go back up north. Um, so he just uses that car when he's down here, him and his wife. Uh, so it, you know, has like not that many miles on it. So he's going to give it to me. Um, he just has to find the title for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I will buy it. I will purchase it once he finds the title. So I'm just patiently waiting for that. But <laughs> titles, yeah. he needs titles. <laughs> Come on, Sam. It's it's a, the apocalypse. It's like you know. I don't want to get pulled over, and you know. Oh no, it's not the apocalypse. It's a pandemic. That's, That's right. It's, it's two different uh, things. Uh, yeah. not, not really. Well, yeah, you're right. Not, <laughs> not really. Uh, it's like, uh, it's almost, it's, I mean, we're, we're just, we're just one heartbeat away from escape from New York. Honestly, I need a Cadillac yeah. with chandeliers up on the front is In what mid, I need. Mid-March, early Where's April, mid-March, early April, yeah, yeah. when I got onto the road for a reason, uh-huh. I felt like Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead <laughs> walking into, you, you know, <laughs> downtown <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So, um, yeah, well, we were talking about how we pamper our pets. Milena checked in and, and she oh, said nice. she has birthday parties. Uh, <laughs> well, animal birthday parties. It's how people celebrate. <laughs> I don't know my animals' birthdays, so I just, uh, I'll come up with a random Yeah, one. we just with a, throw a random day and, and get a, a dog save cake and, and call it a party. Samantha, um, are, are y- y'all ready for this? Fact or fiction? You decide. <laughs> All right, time for a little fact or fiction, Samantha. Matt, Matt oh, has three headlines. Sam, Matt has three headlines ripped from the news. Two yes. are absolutely true. One completely false, created by Matthew earlier when I should have been doing my show prep. <laughs> I get a text message. Hey, can <laughs> you do the really factor? Can you do the factor fiction real quick? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so Matt's gonna <laughs> test your. I'll uh, do it one day, and I'm gonna stump you all. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah, let you me re- do it next week. Uh, right. you'll have to. Yeah, we got. Uh, yep, we got to talk about <laughs> next week. Yeah, parent teacher conferences. So. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, but Matt has three headlines. Two are true. One is false. Samantha, you have to figure out which is. The fake fact. And you know, Samantha, I did send you the email, but you still don't know oh. which is which. Oh, oh so. so you see All I right. shouldn't tell you guys my tactics. <laughs> I don't I don't send it until I know we're not. Ah, see. See, so, I because we were gonna trade. we were gonna do it with Duncan, but he was like in his bed and <laughs> and the, the connection sleep. was a little hedge, hedge sketch. Was he in like England? Uh no, in the UK it looked like. No. No. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of was going to ask him where he was. Uh, Oxford, George, but at Georgetown University. I thought he was. No, he lives in Virginia. Yeah, he lives here uh, in the states. Wait, what time is it there? In Virginia, same time it is here. He's like cuddling up in bed to watch some Jeopardy. It's like what the heck? Yeah. That's <laughs> like he's getting his, after this. If I could, I would. All right, Sam, are you ready for these headlines? And if you cheated, I'm going to be upset with you. So I don't think. You, oh, you did send it to me. So headline number one. No Googling. No Google. Uh, headline number one. You ready? Dogs to compete in live virtual intelligence test. Oh, Matt. Um. <laughs> oh, headline oh, headline number good. two. St. Bernard breaks record for world's largest dog tongue. Oh. <laughs> Gene Simmons of St. Bernard. Yep. And then number three, puppy love. Not just for dogs anymore. Ooh, wow, chicka, wow, wow. wow. So, okay, we've been known. 
All right, three headlines. <laughs> I'll, read I'll read them one more time. First headline okay. is dogs to compete in live virtual intelligence test. Headline number two for for the both of you, St. Bernard breaks record for world's longest dog tongue. Wow, chicken, wow. And puppy love, not just for dogs anymore. Which one is the <sighs> false headline and which ones do you feel are true? I know, like, right? Did, did you? T- I wonder if he tricked me. Tricked <laughs> <laughs> here because I looked at the thing, and there might be a trick, and I don't know if that's a if that's a if that's a. You got you got tripped up by the trick last time. <laughs> yeah. Did he trick me? I already I know one of them. I already know which one's true okay. because uh, there was a link. It was a link. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. So you got it down to a fifty-fifty. Yeah. Yes. All go right. Ahead, go ahead and try to click on it. I dare you. All right. So anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Wait. What? Seriously? Go ahead. Go on. Which one's yeah, false? Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> it's either the second one or the third one. Let's go with the. the... <laughs> She's cheating. She's googling. She's so cheating She's right so now. So googling. <laughs> These are the things. This is what he sent me. All right. Fair enough. That's it. I'm not cheating. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> it's the second one or the third one. Uh, um, what do you think? Oh, she's uh, phoning uh, a friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to do the second one. That's the false one. No, nope. Uh, I was gonna say the third one. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, actually, I would have. I was gonna guess the second one was the false fact. Nice. And I'm Samantha. I'm really surprised because I didn't write them. I I don't know why you guys didn't make me do it because I didn't write them. Finally, <laughs> you could have made me do it, and I would have got them wrong. Next, yeah. Okay. Not next week. The week after. You tricked me. You tricked me. This uh, I knew this one is, is underlined. Yeah, this one. All right. I it was in a different color, and I was like, oh, maybe he wrote that one. Mm. You tricked me. You changed the colors. Don't. Yeah, you can't go. You would have probably been better off with the. Uh, They're all still headlines at the end of the day. Without uh, <laughs> without those shenanigans in there. Yeah, so the Saint Bernard breaks the record for the world's longest dog tongue. That's true. Read that to me. Yeah, so you might want to keep your ice cream cone away from out of reach from this gal, a Saint Bernard named Moki. She's been given the title of longest tongue on a dog by the Guinness World Records. Is there a picture? Yes, absolutely. With an incredible tongue measuring 7.31 inches, the eight-year-old rescue from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is truly something to behold. Moki also goes by Mo, and her tongue uh, has some impressive powers. Wow. She's so cute. Yep. According to the statement uh, released by the Guinness World Records, and this is all coming to us from uh, paulculture.com, a statement released by the Guinness World Records, Mo is known to eat quickly and thanks to her tongue can sometimes flank flu- food up to two or four feet across the room. So give her a that chicken wing a and she'll make it fly. <laughs> There's a video. Yes, there is. <laughs> I found that very entertaining. Mo, a St. Bernard with a very Wait. long dog tongue. <laughs> yep, there's the video. So cool. She's so cute. <laughs> but the first one, the uh, the first headline, where uh, dogs to compete in a live virtual intelligence test to determine the smartest pooch. 
Uh, dogs will actually test their memories to the limits in a live stream competition on Wednesday. I don't know when this was written. I'd have to look, but this is on independent.co.uk. Uh, the Genius Dog Challenge includes six of the planet's brainiest dogs set to go head-to-head uh-huh. in a virtual stream test. That sounded like something, yeah. Right. right this day in Asia. This COVIDian yeah, timeline, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. five academics from uh, Hungary's Etvos Loran University, or ELU, including etiology professors, biologists, dog experts, specialists in cognitive skills, and even a former dog trainer of the Israeli police have spent two years putting this event together. Mm. So, Yeah. I actually enjoy putting those uh, the factor fiction together. Yeah. Tonight. So thank you for that. Yeah, I enjoyed Next that as well. I'm getting you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, Sam. I want you to put us put us in our place. Right. Uh, all right. So uh, just uh, well, what do we got? Just one more uh, bit of business for the day, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, that'll do it. Sure. Who's bad? You know what it's time for? It's time for. <laughs> it's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Dance. Who's bad? All right, time for the bad animal joke of the week. If you are ready, Samantha, uh, some of these are just wildly inappropriate. Um, like this, like this first one, like this first one here. Wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here it goes. All right, Bert took his Saint Bernard to the vet. Hey, Bert. Hey. I'm over here, Bert. All right, so Bert took a St. Bernard to the vet. The doctor said, uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to uh, ask you. I'm, I'm, I'm a... He said, doctor. Bert said to the doctor, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to cut off my dog's tail. And the, the vet stepped back and said, I, I, can't, I can't do that. Why would you want to do such a terrible thing to your dog? He said, well, my mother-in-law is arriving tomorrow, and I don't want to anything to make her feel welcome. Oh, wow. I don't – I just – yeah, I don't – Damn. That's, that's pretty oh, awful. God. I said, and why it has to be a St. Bernard, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, I, I was looking for St. Bernard jokes because yeah, of your Long story. tail, long tongue. I don't know. Yeah. Don't want to make her feel welcome. Yeah. All right. And then uh, here he goes. Uh, Sam, what kind of dog eats with his ears? Ooh. Uh. Ear. What kind of dog eats with its ears? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, they all do. Have you ever seen a dog take his ears off to go eat? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the same thing. What kind of dog eats with their feet? I don't know. All of them. Have you, have you ever seen them take <laughs> Sam, you could write these. <laughs> what about their nose? <laughs> all right. What do you... That with anybody, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so uh, <laughs> yes, you could. All right, what do you get when you cross a dog and a cougar? What do you get when you cross a dog and a cougar? A dog and a cougar, a dog and a cat. A cat you, you get trouble with the postman, is what you get. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, not good. I said they weren't good, I said these were really bad. This one actually, this one, one is a, a, a bad stereotype. I shouldn't read it, but oh uh, well. Cougar. What? Ah, I got it. Yeah. Postman. Uh, got like it. A human or like. Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> Don't overthink them. I didn't understand it. Yeah, no, neither did I. Um, <laughs> what do you get when you cross a pit bull with a computer? A feisty computer. A feisty computer. Yes. Yeah, a lovable. Computer. A lot of bites. A lot of bite. B y t e s. Yeah, so it's yes. like, oh, 
But that's kind of a bad stereotype. Yeah. That's, uh... Actually, I just heard that uh, state of Michigan, where we all live, um, there was a law that was passed, I believe, that said that uh, municipalities can no longer specify what dog breeds you can have, in what you can't have in the, in the city. Who said that? I just it was a news article I saw, I believe, like last week, week and a half ago. In Michigan? In Michigan, yeah. They said municipalities can't ban particular breeds? Correct. Hmm. I thought I just read something in that regard. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do you call a sleeping Rottweiler? Don't bother me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything you like, just do it very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I haven't looked at the rest of these. <laughs> I don't. I don't. They weren't. They're not. They're not getting any better. Uh, yeah, this one's awful too. What happens when you cross a dog and a cheetah? <laughs> I don't know. You get a dog that chases cars, but this one actually catches them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> As I said, these are. Uh, uh, what do you get when you cross a Doberman and a hyena? Ooh. I have no idea, but if it laughs, I'm joining it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means either. All right, there you go. Bad animal jokes of the week. Those they are just new, new kinds of awful there for you. Sam, tell people stuff. We are the Animal Talk Podcast, and you can connect with us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Animal Talk Radio. They are all the same. You can find us there. Uh, YouTube, Animal Talk TV, merch, wearingfunny.com. Go buy something. Please like and subscribe. I don't know what else to say. There you go. No, that's, that's plenty. That's uh, That was uh, that was plenty, Samantha. We appreciate it. Thanks I for... practiced 800 times in the mirror. Thanks for... Uh, for, for- being here with us we uh yeah i just i just pulled Sorry. up that article real quick yeah uh it was uh it was in the freep.com okay and it says no bans on pit bulls allowed michigan senate said on what? thursday about 30 of michigan's local governments have some sort some form of breed specific regulation yes. which entail outright bans but also methods such as uh compulsory neutering additional about liability insurance and such uh but yeah banned we can't you can't uh say no uh, more breed bans no more breed bans for uh, the state of Michigan. All right. Well, that's good. On pit bulls, at least. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, that is good news for critters. Um, we're going to take off now. Yes. And uh, we're going to do it again very, very soon. We appreciate you being here. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. And until next time, please have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. Woo. <laughs>